What's up, fam? Thank you for tuning in. I am Complexity, and this is the Karma of It All podcast, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, support, and guidance in karmic, traumatic, and toxic relationship situations. So what's up guys? I hope you all had a wonderful Valentine's Day. This week we're going to be speaking about ways to love yourself because I know a lot of people did go through a few heartbreaks during Valentine's Day. Um, If you caught my last podcast show, I was telling you all about how you can tell that there was someone else and some of you found out exactly about that, that there was someone else simply because you were left lonely on Valentine's Day, one of the traits of being alone. But during that time of you being alone, you should have taken the time to learn to love yourself, okay? Because if you can't love yourself, how would you be able to love someone else? And when you find out that you're no big means to this person, you need to let them go. That's a part of loving yourself. So in this podcast, we do have a guest speaker coming up. Her name is Dr. Egypt. And I am so ecstatic to have her on the show. She is such a sweetheart. Um, You know, she doesn't let anything hold her down, keep her down. And you're going to learn more about that towards the end of the show. But as for now, you guys know that we're going to get into a little story. I know how I do. I got to tell my little story so you guys can understand. You know, I know what I'm talking about through experience, okay? So this week, we're working and focusing on loving yourself more. Now, as I mentioned, there has been times where I, I'm going to say the majority of the time before I realized who I was and what I needed to be doing and all of that good stuff, before I realized any of that, I found out that, yes, of course, I was not loving myself. I would give to everybody. I would do things for people. You know, I never would get anything in return. Oh, especially, especially doing work. It was like every time I partnered up with someone to do some work, they would make me do all the work and take all the credit or the money or whatever, and I'd just be sitting there drained. I hated it. I did. So I stopped working for people. I stopped collaborating with people. I stopped doing all of that. And it because I'm a tourist, guys, because I'm a tourist, I have this thing where... I ain't got to, I'm not going to tell Jack, I'm just going to disappear on your tail, okay? I see what you're doing, you know what you're doing, why do I have to say something about it? And I, I, I don't appreciate it, so what ends up happening is me just walking away altogether. Um, recently, there has been a group that tried to get me to, you know, be a part of them, and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll help out, you know? my big mouth. I'll help out. I'll do this. I'll do that. 
But then I had to sit back and think about it. During the meeting, they're arguing all over the place. They're going at it. Nobody's coming to an agreement. I'm like, what the heck am I doing here? This is negative energy, and I don't want to be in this situation. I don't want to be helping someone that they don't even have their stuff together. I don't want no part to that. I really don't. But um, it got to me. It was like, I'm sitting here, I'm talking. I, I mean, I'm sitting here listening to them, and then it was my turn to speak. I heard my name come up. So when my name came up, I had to say something. Hold up, wait a minute. Put me out of this. Don't don't put me in nobody's situation. I don't want to be in this situation. Okay, I'm willing to help y'all, but I'm willing to help y'all when y'all get yourself together. I'm not gonna come up in here trying to do something. Y'all don't even got yourself together. Well, we need your no, you don't. I'm not giving any more of my energy to this situation until you all have it together. Okay. Because I'm not going to be dragged down. I'm not going to be drained from this. I'm not. It's not going to happen. Now, the old me, she would have been all in it. The old me, she would have been all in it. Didn't mind. Wouldn't mind arguing back and forth with them and all that good stuff. But the new me, the mature me, the I know myself now, my path, my self-healing, my self-healing has taught me. I ain't dealing with that. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So they had a meeting this week, and I obviously did not attend. Um, usually they call me. Usually they try to um, connect with me before the meeting, but no, not this week. I just am not no longer putting myself on a back burner for everyone else to be satisfied. You have to learn to love yourself first. Am I correct? You got to because people will shit on you. They don't give a dang. They care about themselves. So why don't you care about yourself? You might be that person that has a giving and loving heart like I do. But there's a time where you can't be stupid. Don't be stupid and let people run over you. I was stupid for 40 something years and I refuse to be stupid anymore. Oh, I know there's people out there that are still trying to get at me and mad because I've changed. But, hey, it is what it is. Hey, guys, it's February. Are you in that loving feeling? I hope so. But if you're not, then this message is for you. Hey, guys, don't forget to join us for the virtual five-day self-empowerment meet and greet challenge. Celebrating Women's Month with interactive activities, other podcast guests, self-healing, and more. Seating is limited, so get your tickets soon, only on thekarmaofitall.net. I hope to see you there. Deuces! It is what it is. I love myself more. So that's my little story. That's my little situation. <laughs> it's not much of a story, but hey, it is what it is. We're going to get on into the five ways to love yourself more, okay? And one of those ways is through self-care. As you heard from my story, obviously, self-care is taking care of you. Self-care is putting yourself first. Self-care is... Cutting off anything that doesn't have anything to do with you, okay? Um, you don't want anyone draining or pulling and draining your energy. You don't want anyone making you feel uncomfortable. You don't want anyone stabbing you in the back, right? So.
So what we do here is we have self-care. And then I'm telling you guys, a lot of times, I mean, you should be doing self-care at least once a week, if not once a day. Okay. And self-care is definitely something that we all should indulge in. Whether you are male or a female, you need to indulge in self-care every so often. I, I prefer once a week, especially Sundays. Take that time to heal yourself. Take that time to just cut off any in any outside world and just be with yourself okay you can tell when you are in need of some self-care you can tell you are in need of self-care because the lack of self-care can result in depression regret mood swings sleepless nights feeling like you alone in this world and it also changes your appetite. You might eat more or you might eat less. And you find yourself turning skinny. You're not happy. You're not taking care of yourself. Um, I think I heard someone say today that I wish you would work. I wish you would comb your hair. I wish you would brush your hair. It wasn't me. As I told you guys, I am clear audience. But it's somebody that I heard say, I wish you would comb your hair. I wish you would tighten up. In men, sometimes you could see it, but sometimes it's a little bit more than just them needing self-care. It's sometimes a little bit more they're not focused, okay? But some men, they, their beards are out of place, you know, looking ruggy. Their hair not combed or brushed or tapped up. I mean, you can tell, okay? In a woman, you can tell she's sluggish. She's not happy. She's complaining about every daggone thing. You're just grumpy. This is some time that you need to take away from yourself. It also be some negative energies that come and attack you when you're not strong in your self-care, when you're not loving yourself, okay? So, that is self-care. Um, some of the um, things that you can do to help yourself is to take a, uh, take a, oh gosh, what's your name, those baths? I forget what you're doing in the bath. Take one of those um, self-healing baths, you know. Also, you can go to the spa. Spend a day at the spa for yourself. Get yourself prettied up, you know. You can um, take a day out and just take a walk. You know, connecting with spirit, connecting with the um, energies in the world, positive energies in the world, connecting with nature it is also a part of self-care. Now, you also need to walk away from people, places, and things that are not for you, okay? You have got to cut off people that are using you constantly, and you know they're using you. But you still, oh, they're, but they're, they're my friend, but they're not really your friend. Or they're my family, but you know they ain't your family. They might be your family, but they're using you. They're hurting you. Take You got to cut people off. Okay, if they're not benefiting you or working with you to get to where your goals are, they need to go. Okay, period, point blank. I, um, before I started podcasting, I used to be a tarot reader. And for two or three years, I learned so much about people around me, the people that I had around me, that it was like, oh, heck, no, I got to get rid of these people. These people are draining me. These people are actually using my energy to distort me and that was not cool so i ended up um i think back in october last year i did a cord cutting ritual 
Um, you can find that on my YouTube page, but it's a cord cutting. Get rid of these people. Cut them off. People will keep doing you the way that you let them do you until you put your foot down. If you do not stop people from hurting you, they're going to continue to do it. That's like, you know that he's cheated on you once, twice, and three times, but he by this time, he think it's all good. So he's going to continue to cheat on you regardless how it makes you feel. You don't want that, do you? You don't want that. Now, places, it's more like when you're at work. You can't stand walking into this joint. Why? Because it's like a negative energy that's very stressful and you just don't want to deal with it. Your boss is piling up work on you 24-7. As soon as you walk in the door, I need you to do this, I need you to do that, I need you to do this. But bitch, let me breathe first, right? But if you do not put your foot down, look, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, because this is not in my job description. You're giving me more work than what I need. I need to breathe. Please stop. If you don't, Leave places, it, a lot of things, a job is very hard to leave. Why? Because you know that you need that money. You need to pay your bills. But at times you have to learn, look, there's no need for me to not be eating. There's no need for me to be doing all this work for you and I can't spend any time with my children. There is a need for me to leave this job because I, I'm giving too much and I'm not getting anything out. Sure, my paycheck is humongous, but gosh, I don't have an outside life at all. You got you to gotta let go or something has to happen. And things that are not good for you, such as smoking, eating, sexing, whatever your vice is, you may overindulge in those things when you are lacking love of yourself, okay? Um... I won't front. I used to be a massive weed head. I tell you that straight up. I used to be a massive weed head. I don't know what my problem was. Oh, I guess I do. I got a divorce. No, so I was lonely. I don't know. It could be any. It could have been anything. <laughs> but I was a major weed head, and it's been almost almost a year since I've had a puff puff. I started slowing down. Last year, and then I just stopped cold turkey all of a sudden. Just stopped. I don't know what happened. I guess spirit was in me and told me, look here, we're not doing this no more. And it was that. It was done. So I, I haven't had any weed, but I used to be a massive weed head. And I mean, the money that I'm saving now, <laughs> but I used to spend on weed. I was like, wow, whoa. And the energy that I have now, whoa, yes. So you have to cut out things that are not for you. If it's bringing you down, if it's making you stressful, you have to get rid of it, period. And that's a part of self-care. People may not like it, but hey, who are you living for? People or yourself? That's the key. You have to trust in yourself. That's another reason. You have to trust in yourself. You can't let anybody come around you and tell you that you're no good. You can't do this. You, you can't do that. You, you know, I, I'm, I'm scared that I won't be able to forget that. Trust in yourself. Use your spiritual judgment, okay? Use your spiritual judgment to trust in yourself. God did not put you here and make you mediocre, okay? He had a plan for you, and it is not for you to be giving your giving and giving and not receiving crap in return, okay? Some people get so caught up in themselves that, you know, they, they, they let people, Talk them into things that they don't want to be in. Okay? They let people judge them and they take it that way. 
I think the old saying is sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt. Well, that's a lie. Words do hurt. <laughs> they do hurt. However, you have to stand strong. You have to know who you are in order for you to trust yourself. Trust that you can get this job. Trust that you can make this money. Trust that this man will be yours if he ain't messing with somebody else. You have to trust yourself. This is one of the self-loving goals that you need to have. Another one is knowing your value and knowing your self-worth. Oh my gosh, can I ever explain this? Have you ever heard that saying when they say, know your value and then add tax? Man, if somebody would have told me that in my younger years, I would be a much better person today. You know what I'm saying? But it took me, like I said, 40-something years to, to know my worth, know who I am, know what I am. I bring value to every person that I come across. I'm here to help. I am that person, okay? Like I said, in the jobs, when people wanted to um, hire me, they want me to be on their team, but they don't want to do any work. I had to realize that my value and my self-worth is way stronger than what they want. I always come on top. And that's why they want you. You know, you can't let people talk you down, okay? You have to know who you are. At times, you may forget, but these people here, they ain't forget they see what you are worth and they will take advantage of you in a heartbeat if you let them so if you know what you're worth and you know your um value go ahead and add tax to it look if i'm gonna be doing this best up that you need to um do this for me or oh, you ain't gonna do this for me deuces because we ain't gonna have this narcissistic relationship and i'm an empath you're not gonna do that you're not gonna take over me no you got to let them know. You have to know your self-worth and what you're about. Also, forgetting other people's opinion. People will, well, um, I guess you, I guess you this, that, and the other, or you look like this, that, and the other. You should. Man, look, this is what I want. This is what I'm going after. You do not have to apologize. I'm sorry. I used to be like that. Oh, my gosh. I can't stand it. Um, especially when I was younger, when I was a teenager. There was, I was always, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I always would say I'm sorry for stupid stuff. I mean, think, don't be sorry. Forget that. So in my reading, when I was doing readings two, three years, I would always, I end up saying, I caught myself. I end up saying, I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. And then I say, wait, I ain't sorry. Not really. No, I'm not sorry. I had to correct myself. For 30 years, I was sorry for being who I was. That is not cool at all. Not cool at all. You're dealing with depression, misery, confusion, and sorrow. Man, please, let it go. Let it go. People always have something to say. They always want to put their two cents in. You are not responsible for those people. So what? What they think. They, they more than likely haven't worked on themselves. They love what you do. They love how you look. They love how you act. They can't stand how come there's not them? So they're going to throw on their negative energy to you. And that's not what you want. You do not want to be around people like that. Forget their opinions. You know yourself. You ain't got to worry about nobody else's opinion. You came into this world by yourself. You're going to end up leaving by yourself. That's how it is. So don't be sit here and worry about what other people are thinking about you. I used to worry about my mom. She used to always... 
down it, right? And I, I just couldn't stand it. But I was so afraid to buy myself something. Like, I needed a computer. And I was so scared to buy myself a computer because my mom would get mad. I always worried about my, my what my mom is going to say. Man, bump my mama. <laughs> bump her. Because she was one of the ones that was really draining me, keeping me down, stopping me from living my life. And I didn't appreciate that, but I didn't realize that until 40-something years, years in life. Then I had to put my foot down. I'm cutting cords to all y'all. I'm putting cases on all you motherfuckers. And that's what he said. Thank you all for your donations. Any amount was greatly appreciated. For those of you looking to donate to my podcast, please, by all means, visit the donation tab at www.bkarmaofitall.net. Any donations over $25 will receive my special Each One Teach One Tea. As always, I thank you all for your support. Those are the five things, guys. I talk a lot because I need to get Miss Egypt in here. Those are the five things that you should be aware of when it comes to self-care. Let's go over it one more time. Loving yourself requires self-care. Walking away from people, places, and things that are not for you. Trusting in yourself and knowing your value and worth of self. Also, forgetting what other people's opinions are about you. All right? So, let's go ahead and get into... (laughs) I see you. (laughs) I see you, Dr. Egypt. Okay, hey, baby. Yeah, okay, so let's go ahead and invite Dr. Egypt on. She's going to give us... Her accounts of self-love and self-worth and loving yourself more. All right, guys, here she comes. We have the great Dr. Egypt here, and she is a doctor, a healer, a poet, a multi-passionate creator. So I want you guys to make sure you check her out at the end of the podcast. So Dr. Egypt. Yes. I have questions for you, honey. Oh, I would great. like to know what type of situation have you been in personally where you felt that you needed um, to love yourself more? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a brilliant question. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in several situations. I mean, I think on both a professional and a personal level. So I would say, like, if I was to take one aspect, the professional, I, you know, I had trained in the conventional path. I went through medical school, I trained in conventional medicine. Everything was great, wonderful. But um, a part of me always had a creative lean-in, you know, a very deep creative lean-in. I wanted to, like, write, wanted to share my poetry and things like that. But I almost felt like... um, you know, like I wasn't truly connected to that part of myself. I thought I had to almost like step in line and just do what was expected of me or what people had always said that I was good at. And I mean, reflecting back on it through, I've done a lot of kind of inner workings, a lot of self-growth journey and things like that. So looking back on that experience, that to me does come it it comes back to self-love because self-love and self-care to me such a it's such a a broad concept and sometimes not accepting 
deep parts of ourselves that we really feel fulfill us that's a way of disconnecting from loving ourselves <laughs> and mm -hmm. i think just on a professional note when i started to embrace my more creative sides um i felt that i stepped deeper into the love that is kind of always there for all of us to tap into so it, it you know my creative journey and i guess if you like is and or was and is a journey of self-love because it gave me that purpose to fully just like own myself and just accept parts of myself that i was perhaps stifling before so that's like one example a main example on a professional level <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, you talk correct about self-love being a, a journey. It is definitely a journey. And mm -hmm. a lot of times people can have a hard time overcoming and, and actually finding their path towards this journey because they're so yeah. stuck. You know? Yes, yes. So how did you overcome this? How did you heal from your situation? You know, how did you actually pour into yourself? Right. Um, oh, thank you. You ask a lot of really wonderful questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, you know what, if I'm honest with you, I would say it's something that I work through on a daily basis, but I definitely had some almost healing tools that came into my life or that resurfaced into my life that really helped me to, I guess, um, step more into self-love um a lot of it was uh, my spiritual growth practices um mm -hmm. you know things like I, I practice yoga meditation try and stay just like mindful in my everyday life as best as i can and the big one for me was just walking the path of slowing down and like simplifying life and becoming a minimalist mm -hmm. um because I became a minimalist for many reasons, but I found that when I just made life a lot simple, when I chose experiences over things, it gave me more headspace and mental clarity to just kind of see what was important to me in my life. And the creative pursuit was definitely something that came up through that process is like, this is important to me. This is something I want to pursue and just opening me up it opened up a lot of time, a lot of just like energy, mental energy and headspace. I would say for me, that minimalism, simplifying self-growth practices, practices, spiritual um, exploration were really powerful tools in my journey of, you know, embodying more self-love in my life. Wow, yeah. yes. I, I love that. Yes. Becoming a minimalist. That is that is beautiful. Just brushing away everything that no longer really serves your, your higher good. You know, that is exactly what I'm into. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so what tips do you have for our listeners today? What tips can you give them for you know, finding themselves, loving themselves more? Okay. I would say like, just own your authentic voice, own your authentic presence, whatever that is, stop um, shrinking. <laughs> stop trying to explain yourself to people, explain who you are, get permission from people, choose yourself first, like 
be your own best friend, be aware of your internal self-talk. It's hard for us to, because, you know, we get stuck into negative patterns. All of us, you know, patterns that can be quite disempowering. It's important to be mindful, and that's where the mindfulness comes in, of how we talk to ourselves internally. Like, we should choose ourselves. We should choose our own truth and authenticity. If you read, if anyone listening feels like, they want to show up in the world in a certain way, like in a more authentic way, then I would say just have a little bit of courage to do that. And the right people that resonate with your message and your vibration will be magnetized to you. And the people who don't align with your newfound self or your energy would naturally just stay away. And, you you know, like we need the positive, encouraging people in our lives anyway. (laughs) So it's not a loss. So that, that, that would be one tip is just to like on your truth and authenticity and exercise just a little bit of courage each day, show up in any way. Like, it could just be in your fashion, in your lifestyle, in your writing, in poetry, whatever it is, whatever connects you deeper to yourself. Just like own that, really own that. Yeah. Yes, let's own, own to it. And the people that are not for you, they will definitely show you who they are. And oh, they yes. Will definitely be able to help you okay, this is not for me. I'm supposed to be on this type of journey right now. So mm. goodbye, you know, they definitely yes. lead you to that path. But you have to let go now. Everybody can't go with you. Exactly, Everybody exactly. Can't go with you. Mm-mm. Yes, yes. That's true, so, that's very true. Um, Dr. Egypt, what is ways that we can connect to you and what it is that we do we would like to elaborate on the wonderful Dr. Egypt now. How can we connect to you and what is it that you, uh, that you do? Okay. Okay. Um, so my work and um, if you want to, anyone wants to learn more about what I do and, you know, my insights and stuff, everything can be found on my website, um, which is at manifestandalchemy.com. And in terms of what I do, like I, um, Carmen mentioned earlier, I'm a multi-passionate healer and I'm a poet. So I'm a naturopathic physician and a medical doctor. I call myself a holistic medical doctor. So instead of the prescription medications, I, I work with my clients to design healing journeys for them that involves, you know, nutrition, lifestyle, mind, body, spirit, heart techniques and tools. So I'm very much holistic in my outlook. Um, so anyone who wants to work with me in that w- way can reach me um, through my website. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. So, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, great. So I'm I'm thinking about it. I want to know. Um, I also hear that you are a poet and a healer as well. So yes. how do you heal? Like, okay. I don't want to get too deep into your practices because I know that stuff is a secret, honey. <laughs> 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 but, how do you heal? Like, are you healing those that are, what requires healing? Like, okay. okay, I need healing, but what type of healing do you do? Okay, so just to like take a step back, I would say, first of all, I would like to um, share what I think is actually true healing. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. So, 
<laughs> for me, I see healing very in a very deep manner. I I've coined a technique which I call alchemical healing, and this is a very deep kind of healing. It's healing that addresses both the body, the mind, the heart, and our lifestyles. Because I believe that for true healing to occur on any level, especially with someone who's been having chronic health challenges, a lot of times it's an interplay of various factors in our life that contribute to illness patterns. So when we address those challenges on the physical, mental, spiritual, heart, and environmental or lifestyle level, I find that the healing process is deep and it sustains. So on one aspect, I, you know, I look at things like, you know, I'm, I'm plant-based myself. So I'm a vegan. I've been a vegan for many years. So I do use plant-based modalities in working with people. But I, I, on one hand, I talk about diet, nutrition, detoxification, lifestyle, sleep, all the good stuff, you know, all the good stuff that we all know about health, right? Mm -hmm. But on the other aspect, I consider things like creating space, simplifying, creative expression, being involved with the arts in your life, showing up in your authenticity, having some stillness and silence in your life, having been surrounded by beauty. These to me are powerful, powerful healing tools as well. So I see healing in a very holistic manner, even things like nature exposure. There's, there's now so much research coming out like on the many ways that nature provides. Um, sorry. <laughs> I just have a, an ambulance going by. Um, okay. Is the audio okay now? Oh, yeah, you got it. Sorry, I had an ambulance going by, so I thought I'll let it um, yeah, go. Yeah, that's the confirmation of what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. So, and coming back to deep healing, especially um, tending to our spiritual or inner lives, whether we have a religion or not, things like journeying and practicing different reflective or spiritual practices or self-care tools, I bring all that into how I work with people because I see healing as just so much more deeper than the standard paradigm of healing, which is like, oh, you maybe you have an ache or a pain or a symptom and you're just prescribed medication for that symptom. But I try to dig deeper to not just the root cause, but to the root factors that are encouraging this illness or challenge to continue in one's life. So I do see healing as very broad and very deep. I, I, I try and go as deep as I can. Yes. No, all right. I love it. I love it. That is great because you're giving people an idea of how to basically simplify themselves, simplify their lives, you know, mm -hmm. especially when they've been through so much. And we grow up that way because that's how the world formulates us. But we wasn't that way when we were born, you know. We yes. were simplified when we were born. But exactly. in our life, life makes changes to our whole being. And oh, yes. We have to remember <laughs> who we are and where we come from. Yes, I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. I, I really yeah, just have to say I love that last point you said about the remembering 
who we are and where we come from. And, you know, for me, healing is almost like a return to wholeness. It's a return to that remembering just what you said. So you put it really beautifully mm -hmm. there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's difficult, but um, a lot of some people, I want to say some people because some people do. Some people can remember. And what I understand is that um, as babies, we're put here with a lot of, you know everything when you're a baby. Yeah. Imagine, you know, a baby knows everything. They know how you're talking to them, they know what to say, all of that. They know everything. But as we grow older and get into the worldly ways, you mm -hmm. kind of lose touch. It is, it's crazy. We lose touch. Yes. But, um, it takes that, it takes that path, it takes that journey for us to go back to where we once were. As a child, as a baby, yeah, really mm -hmm. good, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, mm -hmm. that was all of the questions that I had for you. Is there anything else you would like to share with us? Um, just to kind of just recap, it's just the importance of just again stepping into our powers in small ways every day and choosing ourselves as as best as possible it takes courage but like um we can be our own cheerleaders and in just doing what feels right to us we will attract the right people who will be supportive in our life's journey so just a, like a, a note of reminder to anyone listening wonderful i love it i love it well dr egypt this will conclude our podcast i hope very well i hope i hope 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 that you'll be interested in joining us um for women's month the end of march march 26th mm -hmm. as we do a five-day empowering challenge it's a challenge it's a meet and greet um yeah. we're going to get into uh learning about self-doubt self-eliminating self you know where self-esteem comes from building up our self confident, yes. all of that good stuff. Because Sounds good. a lot of us have been through a lot of toxic situations and we're trying to get out of it. Oh, and I know, right? <laughs> We're all together. Yeah. Yes, yes, I know, right? Yes, for yeah. sure. Just, you know, feel free to reach out. I would be happy to contribute in any manner possible to that because I'm a self-care, self-love advocate. It's all about, you can't have enough of self-care, right? Especially in this world that it's constantly just like can be really draining if we don't empower ourselves. So I'm all for that, for sure. Just feel free to connect, yeah. All right, wonderful. Well, look for for more information. I'm gonna inbox you or email you. Okay. Did I say inbox? I I, I get what, what you say. <laughs> I, I I understand what you're saying. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Well, this is all we have, and I thank you for tuning in to the karma of it all and the ways that we can love ourselves more with the special, wonderful, wonderful Dr. Egypt. Thank you. Make sure you guys join her at manifestingalchemy.com. You can go ahead and sign up for one of her self-healing courses. She's all about healing others and getting them on the right track. 
I'll be glad for you guys to join us this March 26th because we're also going to be going into empowering yourself. It's going to be a five-day event and we'll take a half hour out of our day to go through some challenges and bring out the best in us, okay? So that's all I have for you guys this week. Make sure you guys tune in next week as we get into deciphering all of the mates, soulmates, twin flames, etc., etc. And this has been the karma of it all. As always, each one teach one. Deuces.